praise the Lord. That's right. We make room for you today, Holy Spirit. We are so glad for you being in our lives. We thank you for you being the earnest promise that Jesus said that he would send when he returned back to the Father. And we are so grateful for the Holy Spirit. Hey, welcome back to Reimage. I am your host, Stephen Steele, and it is always an honor to be able to come and share the Word of God with you all today on another uh, journey, uh, uh, episode, the digital uh, uh, podcast that we're doing here. Uh, uh, this is all brought to you by the Holy Ghost. So I'm excited. I don't know what you may be doing on this Thursday. It's, it's thundering and lightning here, but you know what? All I can think about is the fire of God, the Holy Spirit, and His great awesome electric magnetic personality that is in me that is in the earth and it is the reason why things are not broken the reason why things ain't going to pot is because of him because of his great work and his ability to be able to bring the manifestation of what the godhead is doing here in the earth uh, i feel the holy ghost already i am so glad that you are are with us today i am uh just ready to, to on fire and to share the word of God with you today uh, as we just uh, as we continue on and let us pray today father today in the name of Jesus Lord we thank you and we praise you today we thank you today father for your power today we thank you today Holy Spirit for you being in us for you being with us today for you being the one that is hallelujah to God the one that was there at the beginning of creation you the one that brought these things to be manifested it is you that are working right now in the church it is you that is working through our lives as believers as born again believers that have the gene the the genetic coding the blood of Jesus running through us today and father I am so grateful today that it is the power of the Holy Ghost that enables us to be able to do what we do for you that there is no way sinful flesh could be able to please you or to know how to please you but Holy Spirit because you are are here with us taking up and against the very thing that we can't be able to break through with you help us to be able to get through the father today so father i thank you today that because what i'm not able to do the holy spirit is able to do within me today and holy ghost i rely on you today and i'm asking for you right now to come in the midst of us in the midst of this podcast wherever these people of god your people find themselves at today touch them right where they're at only like you can do so we rely on you today holy spirit and i'm asking you right now take control of this podcast help me to be able to properly give glory to jesus help me right now be able to lift up the name of jesus properly that people may be able to be empowered by you today i pray in the matchless name of jesus we pray today think through my mind and speak through my lips i pray today in the name of Jesus, Father, we bless you and we give you all the glory, the honor, and the praise. In Jesus' name, hallelujah to God. That was J. Thomas, the cry, and Holy Spirit, we make room for you to move. You know, it ain't a lot of people today that can actually say that they are making room for the Holy Spirit to do what he needs to do in their lives you know people have their own agendas their mindsets their own ideology their own belief system but they fail to really incorporate him into their daily lives and to really rely on him the spirit of truth as the bible says uh, i want to bring back real quick um last week we had apostle uh, av johnson with us my godmother my mentor in the gospel uh, and I tell you what, if you have not gone out there to listen to our conversation, you ought to. Uh, last week will bless you tremendously uh, from a powerful woman of God, a servant of God who loves Jesus and loves God's people immensely. You will want to go out there and take a listen to that as we get ready to dive a little bit deeper. And on last week, I forgot to I was so excited about having her on there. I forgot to give a shout out to my boys that did the intro song uh, who were uh, next level, the level boys and Prince Charles. 
uh, met them brothers in Tulsa. As we, you know, we now we live in Houston. They are back in Detroit, and I'm gonna tell you what. Them are some genuine men, genuine men, just down homegrown men, brothers who love God and. Uh, you'll be able to find their stuff out there. Prince Charles Next Level produced uh, by K-Miss. A lot of the uh, writing was done by them themselves. Uh, just some genuine brothers. So I, I did not want to forget to mention them, uh, to men uh, mention that they were the ones that did the intro song. So uh, going out there, listen to that podcast uh, from last week with Apostle A.B. Johnson, uh, some tremendous insight. And we're going to have her back on here again because uh, me and her, we can talk. I'm, I'm her. I am her son. Uh, she is the one that led me to the Lord, and uh, and you know, and it was revealed to me that uh, a lot of of the mantle that is on her is on my life. I have inherited uh, so many things we could get in and talk about. Uh, but I, I am so grateful that uh, she was able to uh, to fit us in and to be able to come on here and to bless you all. So please go out there, download that, listen to it. Don't forget to go out there to WordPress, to MRS918, my wife, and to uh, get her latest uh, 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 bl uh, blog that she has done out there. It will bless you all tremendously. I'm telling you what, she is a true a prophet to the body of Christ, and it will bless you tremendously to know uh, the last one that she did out there was the uh, eternal measure, and it will bless you. I'm not going to give it away, but you need to go out there and read it and catch her on Facebook. Every Wednesday, she does a pop-up on Facebook, Monisha, M-O-N-I-S-H-A. Remember, like I told you, her name is not that special as I once thought it was kind of disappointing because I used to think her name was exotic and then I kind of figured out it wasn't it's a lot of Monisha's I am just playing don't y'all dare stone me but going out there and listen to her Monisha Steele S-T-E-E-L-E -E -E. her Facebook live on every Friday which is tomorrow will bless you I promise you she had uh it's coming out of the revival series and she is on to talking about elevation and about how we need to elevate in our not only in our thinking but in the and reaching towards the high calling which is in Christ Jesus. Amen. I'm not gonna preach her stuff, amen, because she can do it way better than I can. But I tell you, it will bless you. Now, getting that out of there, we are moving on as we're going to wrap up, I believe, today the series on the supernatural led life. I hope and it is my sincere desire, but more more so than that, the Holy Ghost desire that you have been getting something out of this. Hopefully that, that your understanding, your hunger, your desire to want to know him, to release your life to him, to let him lead you and guide you as he should. Remember this. We are going to pick up here in John chapter number 16 the gospel of St. John. And remember we were uh, saying that in the, when it comes to the synoptic gospels, we know John's gospel is nothing like the other, uh, the other three, uh, other three Mark being the oldest, uh, John, uh, John, uh, uh, Mark, the gospel of Mark, Mark wrote it. Um, and that it was, uh, that we know that it was by the Holy ghost, right? Because his is showing a, a expeditiously, a dutiful Jesus that is all about the business. Do you hear me? When you take a look at the gospel of, of Mark, Mark shows the ox, the, the working hard, the working hard Jesus, the one that ain't never slowing down. He's always working on our behalf. And so we know it was by the Holy Ghost that he wrote that gospel. Well, John's gospel is all about the spirit. It is all about the essence of Jesus being God in the flesh. He makes more I am statements in the gospel of John than they are found in any other gospel. Hallelujah to God, where we came out of our foundational text where he says, I am the good shepherd. Hallelujah to God. And at one point, he even told the religious folk and he knew it was going to cause them to shudder in their very pans where they were at. He told them before Abraham was, I am. Do you understand that that is an eternal state that he is talking about, that he's saying that I never fluctuate, that even before Abraham was even thought of, I was, I am. He is always in a 
a perpetual state of I am. He's always ready and willing to do what it is that we ask him to do in accordance with his word. Hallelujah to God. I don't know about you, but I already feel the anointing of God. Hallelujah for us on today. And I am so eager to share as what the Lord has put in my heart. And I just have be really begin to just meditate on and, and muse over. Hallelujah to God as it was. If we was in the as the Old Testament say when David would write, he would say Selah to have a moment to pause and reflect on what was said. And as what God has given me on this week, I paused and I reflected on it. So we're going to pick up here. I'm not going to waste any time because the other podcasts are out there for you to be able to go and to uh, partake of those and to really ingest them. We're going to pick up here in the Gospel of John, chapter number 16 here. And the Bible says here, now this is Jesus talking to his disciples as he was getting ready to uh, make plain to them some things that they probably had thought about, pondered about. But he was getting ready to depart from them, but he wanted to let them know this. He says, these things have I spoken unto you that you should not be offended, and they shall put you out of the synagogues. Yea, the time cometh that whosoever killeth you will think that he has done God's service. And these things will they do unto you because they have not known the Father nor me. But these things have I told you that when the time shall come, you will remember that I told you of them. And all these things I've said unto you at the beginning because I was with you. But these things have I told you. But he says, but now I go away. Verse number five. I go away to be with him that sent me. And none of you ask me whether goest thou. But because I have said these things unto you, you are sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. And if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But I but if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, he will reprove the world of sin, of righteousness and of judgment of sin because they believe not on me of righteousness because I go to my father and ye see me no more of judgment because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. How? And he says here in verse number 13, how be it when he, the spirit of truth come is come, he will guide you into all truth of he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, he shall speak and he will show you things to come. He will glorify me, for he shall receive of minds and shall show it unto you. All the things that the Father has are minds. Therefore, I say that he shall take of minds and show it unto you. And a little while you shall not see me. And again, a little while you shall, not, shall see me because I go to the Father. Now, I know you're probably saying, what in the world? I've read this so many times and I just did not understand it and it just don't make any sense to me. Well, hopefully we can make some sense of it here for you today and help you understand about the supernatural led life and why it is so, as we have stated over and over again in this series, why it's so important for us to hold on to this and really realize the work of the Holy Spirit. You all, Jesus is not coming back. OK, he's not coming back in the way that we think because about he's already come once. He, he came to do and to fulfill his call and his role as 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 the son of God and as our propitiation for sin, as our mercy for sin. OK, he's already done that. So everybody thinking that he that he's going to come back, even like the early church thought he was just going to immediately come back because of the things he said here. But we got to understand he is here. He's here in the person of the Holy Spirit. Okay, the Holy Spirit is here now for us. Jesus was trying to comfort them. Well, not trying. He did comfort them. Because as we know here, he was saying that he was telling them, look, I'm, I'm, what I'm spoken to you is that so you won't be shocked is a better interpretation. So you won't be overwhelmed. Okay, because you know, because I'm getting ready to leave. Now, you got to let me paint a picture here for you really quickly. You understand that the disciples were not a bunch of bald old men. Okay, they were not. They were young guys. They were young men, especially by Jewish standard. 
they were young in the fact that they were probably most of them was under uh, under the early 20s okay so they were extremely young men jesus wasn't picking no people that was going that was about to kill over at any minute to go flip up and upside down the world he wasn't about to do that he got some strong sturdy young men who had vigor vitality and boldness about them Come on, at one moment, you can tell that they were bold because they must have, uh, the two twins must have went home and told their mama about Jesus because they came, told her and said, hey, we getting ready to be some princes. We getting ready to have some power. This Jesus that we rolling with, he about to, he about to enforce and establish his kingdom. And when his kingdom come, we going to be right there. Mama, you need to ask him why we need to have a seat of power. So that let you know that they were bold. They were excited. They was ramped up about Jesus because they, they had another thought about Jesus. But we're not getting into that. But Jesus was telling them that he was getting ready to leave. So you can only imagine that if he was getting ready to leave, their whole world was, was getting ready to change. Because the dude that they had been rolling with and had all of this clout was getting ready to leave them. And now they was thinking, well, now we got to go back being doing what we were doing and stuff like that. But they didn't understand. Jesus was telling them, look, I'm leaving. And it's so important that I leave you and that I get out the way so that the Holy Spirit can really come and empower you all. Because right now, because I'm with you all, y'all are disciples, but y'all getting ready to be my special apostles. Y'all getting ready to be ones that I'm sending to do literally the same thing I did, but on a greater measure and on a greater scale. Hallelujah to God. This is why it's so important that we receive the Holy Spirit. And my godmother apostle, she had led up to this last week. When she brought the scripture up and I was like, oh, man, she is in the Holy Ghost and she about to wreck us now. But I I, I was glad, though, that we didn't really that uh, because God was releasing this for this week that we understand his role, that we really understand the, the, the ministry of why he came. He came a to comfort us because Jesus is not here in the physical but the Holy Spirit comforts us inside with the hope of glory of being reunited with him. Hallelujah to God. So that is the way that we're comforted. That's why he is called the comforter. But here Jesus is referring to him in the, re in the reality of the fact of his ministry and him leading us and bringing things to our understanding because we need that because you know if you're if you're just thrown into the born again experience and not really understanding what's going on you can you can you'll revert you'll be lost you'll be kind of out of your out of your wits okay so the holy spirit he's here to help guide us and instruct us and now look it's some some things here we need to point out so they were sought, they were sad. And he told them because they were sad, they was their minds just was can you their minds was going. Think about somebody that you love real dearly, and if they was just getting ready to be snatched away and they knew that they were, and they told you, you know, sometimes some people when they get ready to pass, they can't tell you. Some people, you know, they just leave us suddenly and without warning. But Jesus was telling them, but he was still with them. So this was a shock. So and he was like, and but because I'm telling y'all this, y'all don't even seem to care about where I'm telling y'all I'm going or what I'm getting ready to do. None of that stuff. All y'all are y'all are so knee deep in sorrow right now. Y'all not really listening to the things that I'm telling you. And then he makes a statement, which I had to really think about. He said, and then there's some other stuff I want to tell you, but y'all can't even bear it because your minds are are right now in this moment. And then the fact all you can think about is that I'm not going to be around y'all and y'all are thinking Oh, man, we got to go back to the mundane. We got to go back to our lives. Got to go back to being fishermen. Peter probably thinking, man, I was. I was rolling with the, with the highest dude here in Israel and we're telling the crowd back behind the line. Get back. Jesus is coming through you right there. Get on out the way. The master is coming. But Jesus was like, no, y'all not even understand that. I got to go. I have to go back to the father because now there's another role that I'm taking on the office of, of Melchizedek, the, of a high priest and to make intercession for you all. But he ain't going in all of that. But we know that. Amen. From the scriptures. So Jesus said, I got to go, though. But if I leave, when I leave, the comforter will come. The Holy Spirit, the spirit of truth of Aletha. 
The word there in the Greek is aletha for truth. His, the, the reality of the fact that the Holy Spirit will come and be in the earth. So Jesus ensures our born again experience by giving us his spirit that he yields up. Oh, my God. Can you can you understand what really went on at the cross when he said to father, I commit my spirit to you. The Holy Spirit rushes and returns back to heaven. Man, I feel the Holy Ghost of God. He rushes back to heaven and gets the instructional download that he needs. And then he, when G, on the day of Pentecost come, the Holy Spirit, and he makes his, oh God, I feel the Holy Ghost, that he makes his, his mighty entrance back into the earth as a sound of a mighty rushing wind. Hallelujah. And when he set upon them, just like re-entry is of a spaceship when it comes down, have you ever noticed or seen a re-entry of a ship? You will see a faint outline on the on the outside of them when they are passing through the different atmospheres. That that's actually fire that's coming off, that's given off because of the heat of the re-entry. That's why they have to come in at a certain angle and trajectory. And when the Holy Spirit came in on the day of Pentecost, the trajectory that he came in with caused him to sit upon them as clothes in tongues of fire Woo! glory to God so he came when he came in he brought the reality that he was here and that he would dwell in us because we have received Jesus and the things that he has said and that he had spoken to us so he lets them know about the work of the Holy Spirit he let them know what the function of the spirit of truth would be it's a threefold we we're not going to really get into those but it, know and understand this, the Holy Spirit does not convict believers, okay? According to what Jesus has said. Now, remember this, why this is so important. Hebrews makes it real plain in the first chapter of Hebrews. It says that in the times past, he spoke to us by the prophets, but now he is speaking to us by his son. That's Jesus. So what he is saying here is of the utmost importance. The Holy Spirit convicts those who do not know Christ, who do not know Jesus. He, that is that is his job. So he's not walking around. You know, we hear and we got to bring some correction to this because we hear believers always some away. I, you know, I feel convicted. No, that may be your own spirit convicting you. But the spirit of truth, he does not do that. That is that is the job he does towards the unbeliever. OK, this is Jesus saying this. I'm not getting into no arguments with nobody. If you wanted that is misappropriating his work because that's not what he does. OK, so but he will. The Bible says that he will convict them, that he uh, that he will uh, convict, uh, convict the world uh, of, of sin, of judge of righteousness and of judgment. So he goes through there and he said, how be it he the spirit of truth will do what? Guide you. Okay? So this is where we see this at. So he, this is where we get an un, the understanding about the supernatural life is because he's guiding us. He's the one that is leading our lives here. So it, that's why we have to learn to surrender our lives to him freely and submit them to him to let him do his job of what of guiding us so i'm just i'm wanting to challenge you here today in your life to surrender your life over to the holy spirit and let him do his work let him do his job of guiding you okay this is verse number 13 that we're talking about here john 16 and 13 here of letting him guide us here so and again these words so when you look at greek words some of them you'll see follow certain roots now i'm not gonna stop with y'all i don't want y'all coming back and think i'm no scholar by no means but i do know how to get in the scriptures and look at the word i do know how to get in there and to allow the holy spirit to really minister to me out of the spirit uh, uh out of uh by him and to show me exactly what's going on here Okay, so who de geo? Who de geo is the is the 
is the Greek word there, and it's a verb, so we know it's an action there. So we know that the action is is to be is to be a guide to lead on one's way to guide, okay, or to be a teacher to provide guidance is what the word there means, hudageo, okay, in the Greek. So I, I'm not no scholar. I ain't even gonna stunt like I know how to speak Greek, but I do know how to get in the Word of God, okay. So hudageo is the word here for guide. So he is the guide. So if listen to this, y'all. Let me just submit this to y'all. Go with me here in the spirit, okay? Let, let's walk this thing out. So for one to know how to guide, that means that they've done it before, okay? So if you've ever been to SeaWorld, if you've been to, to Six Flags, I was getting ready to say Geauga Lake and show my age. And probably Geauga Lake ain't there no more in Aurora. It's probably Six Flags now, okay? So if you've ever been to these one of these places or if you've ever been on a vacation and you and you want to go see somewhere famous and you had to wait for the what tour guide. It is somebody who has extensive knowledge about what you're looking at and know how to take you through the journey and to give you the understanding of what it is you are looking at. I feel God. Let me tell you something. The Holy Spirit. This is why his work and his his ministry is so important and why we cannot let go. Look, I don't care what you have heard. The Holy Spirit, he is not a concept or an ideal. He is a person with a personality. The Bible says that you can grieve him. The Bible says that he is jealous. Okay, which means that he is wanting to just be he wants to lavish us in such a way that he's zealous that the word says uh, says there that he wants to that he wants to consume us because why? Because of the things Jesus just told us here before he got ready to leave. He says here that when how be it when he comes, he will guide you. Okay, that he said that he will guide us in verse number 13 and that he won't speak of himself. He ain't coming here to talk about himself. He's not here to come and talk about how wonderful he is, how he had kicked it through every known galaxy that he and Jesus and the father created, that the Godhead had institutionalized what constellation and what Virgo is doing in the Big Dipper. He ain't come here to talk about none of that. The Bible says here that when he has come here, it says here that he but he whatsoever he hear that will he speak well what is it that he is hearing y'all better strap me down because i feel like running and preaching he says here that i am not coming to talk of myself but what i hear the father say that will i come and tell you why do this matter you gotta understand why this matter he hears hey man <laughs> he has a direct line and tether to the throne of god <laughs> this is why it's so important that we stay and that we operate in the spirit and that we don't get in the flesh, which we had covered about over in Romans chapter eight. Why it is so important that we are transported in the spirit because the Holy Spirit has the direct line access to the father. OK, so the father is always talking about us. He's always talking and talking about his plans and what he has for us. Well, it takes the direct conduit line of the Holy Spirit to interpret that for us. That's why, you know, it became real big when we became when we began to enter into the technology phase that they when they start understanding about the, the technology phase and customer service and having a smartphone and, and how people would be able to have a better direct access line to the customer service of the service that was being provided to them that they came up with what the 611 line so that way directly from your phone you wouldn't have to worry about going to go call the 800 number that you could just dial 611 and it would instantly patch you in to your customer service line well that's the same way the holy spirit is he he is the direct line to the father to the throne of god now remember what's going on here at the throne the father Father is speaking of us. Jesus is going and he's making intercession for us constantly. Why? Because the accuser of the brethren, according to Job, is presenting himself as a son, as with the sons of God, not as a son, but he's coming to present himself along with them to what? To bring accusations against us. Ah, uh, ha, 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 ha. 
<laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So see, this is where your direct opposition is coming from, is from the devil. It's coming from him bringing railing accusations of why you shouldn't be pre-qualified, or why you shouldn't be predestinated, why you should not be called the righteousness of God, which is in Christ Jesus, why you should not have been foreknown in the mind of God, and why God said to make your call and election sure, because in the mind of God, it's already done, and it's already sure that he know that you're going to be a soul winner, that he knows you're going to be a mighty preacher, a mighty evangelist, a mighty entrepreneur for him, a mighty technician, whatever it is that your hands and what he has given you to do, he know that it was going to succeed because it was all in his mind. But the devil stands there trying to bring accusation against you and I. And Jesus is constantly going into a session and he's reminding the father how the work that he did when he was on earth, that his blood had fulfilled all the prerequisites uh, that was ever needed for you and I to be fully justified. Hallelujah to God. And so what it is, is that direct line of the Holy Ghost that is directly in the throne of God. He hears all of these things and he's hearing what is being spoke of and he's directly relating it back to you and I concerning the things for our life. Wow. Wow. So the Bible says here in Isaiah 45 and 11, it says here, it says, Thus said the Lord, the Holy One of Israel and the Maker, ask me of things to come concerning my taking direct ownership. Again, Jesus said that he won't speak uh, everything that I have, which we are your, which we are not ourselves, but we are his. And the Bible says that now he's relinquished us to the Holy Spirit. He's relinquished us to the Holy Spirit. So he says here in Isaiah, ask me concerning the things concerning my sons and my, the concerning the work of my hands. Command ye me. Y'all better get up off of me in digital land. I'm trying to tell y'all. Do y'all understand what the Holy Ghost is saying to us here today? Listen. He's saying that is why I instituted prayer, why I had to rent the veil, why I had to do the things that I did and why I had to send the Holy Spirit to reveal this to you. So you would know to come back and to ask me so I can tell you about me. See, you got to remember, he said that it's in him that we live, move and have our being. So we're in him. So the things that's being said actually is about ain't really about us. It's about him. <laughs> so God has said here in Isaiah, he said, look, ask me about the things concerning my sons, about the builder of the family name. That is why we can't get caught up and be all misogynistic and and feminist and all this other stuff. When we see things in the Bible, God know that you are female. He created you. He know that you are a male. He ain't confused. OK, God ain't confused about nothing. So he know that when he's saying this, he's talking about because in sons and in sons only in a son only possesses all things he is the builder of the family name he is the one that in his loins that is able to procreate to produce over again that's why God calls us sons because we're able to produce over again just like him hallelujah to God so he said as if, if you ask me I will tell you okay God isn't in the business of sugarcoating nothing y'all he ain't in the business of being mysterious you hear people say well god work in mysterious ways no he don't the scripture just dispelled that right there the scripture just just said if you ask him he will tell you okay so we gotta know what the scripture say so we can know how to what command ye me what is what he just said so the work of the holy spirit is to reveal the plan of god for you and our lives when he does that built into him Okay, is is the GPS for our lives. He already knows which way we should go. But we have to yield ourselves to him. We have to relinquish our lives to him so he can guide us. We don't think nothing of these things, y'all. We don't think nothing of it in the wave of the future when we see and we hear about the Jetsons. You remember that? Meet George Jetson. All of that stuff. 
All of that stuff, guess what? That is somebody acquiescing themselves to technology. That is somebody who is releasing themselves to technology to drive them, to take them to a destination, freely giving their lives over, not signing a consent or waiver form, none of that stuff. They are releasing their lives over to a car and allowing it to drive them somewhere that's already been preset for them. Y'all better hear what I'm saying by the Holy Ghost. But the Holy Spirit, he knows better than that. And he comes with a real guarantee that, listen, if you stay with me, I will help you avoid the pitfalls that the enemy has for your life. Okay, even when he tries to strike you with sickness, I'll remind you how Jesus is a healer. I'll remind you how he's able to do supernatural miracles and how he can perform them over and over in your life and through your life. The Bible says here, he says that he will not speak of himself, but whatsoever things he hear, he shall speak. And then this is the mystery that I looked at when I was reading this. So he says here. He says that not only will he speak, but then he will show you. And I said, okay, how did he go from hearing? He would that whatever he hear, then he shall speak. And then what he speak, he's going to show. He's going to what actually manifest to us. He's going to actually manifest the things, the plan and the will of God of our lives to us. Okay, so this is our Aletha. This is our reality, our truth. Okay, now when I'm saying this, this isn't the quote unquote, you know, when you hear people talking about, well, that ain't my reality. That ain't my truth. We ain't talking about that. We're talking about the the truth and the literal literal fabric of reality because what god says is i don't care what nobody else say they can try to quote the plain dealer cleveland.com they can try to quote cnn they can try to quote uh who else is out there news weekly the uh the uh, washington post the la times new york and none of that ain't none of that truth Okay, all of that stuff is propaganda. That is stuff that is subject to change. But the word of our God is now and forever. Why? Because he changes not. Because he is the same today, yesterday, and forevermore. Okay? So he says here, so he will, who uh, the uh, guile, okay, he will, he will uh, guide us. He will be our guidance, right? So he goes from being our guidance to then actually showing us. Come on, y'all. So he will go to actually showing us what our what the purpose of God is for our life. Okay. So he says here, so he will show us, or it's or the better terminology here is to bring tidings or to make announcements to us, to rehearse to us. I love that. Because, you know, when you rehearse something, that means it's over and over again. H- how do actors get good at what they do? By rehearsal, by going over lines and lines again until they believe that character that, they, that they're reading about. Thus, we get an actor. Well, guess what? This is the real stage of life. This is production, baby. And the, and the Holy Spirit is all about, guess what? No, one take is going to do it. Got to learn to listen to me because I know the way. I know where you should go. I know what things lie ahead of you. Jesus said that this is why it is so important that you receive him, that you receive his ministry. And look, with the epistle of John, the same writer, the epistle of John and what he said and and John 2 and 20. And he says, but you have the unction from the Holy One and, and you know all things. What are you saying here, John, again? And why did you choose to use the word unction here? Why didn't you just say that you have the anointing? Because he is saying is is this is different what he's bringing up here. What he is trying to remind the believer is this, y'all. He's trying to remind us that we are Christ. That we are his. He said here that you have the charisma from the Holy One. You have the charisma. You have the unction. You have the smeared, rubbed in, same special endowment that Jesus had. Jesus, remember what I said at the beginning here. Jesus in the Gospel of Mark, he was in on an assignment. 
Why? Because the Holy Spirit had in him the blueprint of his life and what it was that he was to do. Come on. He had in him. That was why he drove Jesus the way that he did. Why he sent him the way that he did. Because it was hard-coded in him. You know, when things are hard-coded, it can only go the way that it can go until it receives another software update that changes and says otherwise. Otherwise, if you deviate off of the trail, it can't go because it's hardwired. It's, that's what's in the, the actual hard drive or on that SD card of that GPS. So, like, if you get a Garmin or a TomTom, where it used to be TomTom, but when you used to get those, you had to period, periodically update it. And God only knows if you stayed in Dallas or Houston, you was probably doing that every other day. But that map was hard-coded. Look, y'all, as I'm closing here, this is why I am so fervent about the supernatural-led life for the believer. You don't know where you're going. You don't have a clue. If you in the Lord, you 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 really don't have a clue. And if you ain't, if you're not saved, I was getting ready to say if you ain't, but that's not correct. English and Mama J, or I'm sorry, Apostle A.B. Johnson would just hammer me. You really don't know where you're going, cause you you're only destined for one place, and that's hell. So the believer, you need the Holy Spirit because you have an accuser out there. You have somebody who is every single waking moment of reality is bringing a waging a war of words and accusations against you. And I'm making our calling and election sure in Jesus. And the fact that validating the fact of why God called us. Validating the fact why he predestinated us, why he already pre-justified us. You know, it's just like that, that all that spam mail that you get of, of them saying you've been pre-qualified because your credit makes the prerequisites. Well, Jesus has already taken care of all of that. You are beyond qualified. You actually have it. You actually have the actual credit there. Whoo! Glory to God. So this is why we got to enter into prayer, why we have to allow the Holy Spirit to lead our lives and for us to converse with him. Look, you are not you and I are not crazy. We're not talking to ourselves. OK, you are talking to the spirit of God who again has the direct access to the father. Come on today. What is it in your life that you need to relinquish? So you can allow him to who did that guy your life to lead to a hope of the guy to lead your life to guide you to be the guidance that Jesus said that you and I need it so he can what hey hear what is being said so he can speak and then so he can show it to you. So he can bring the image. See, that's what God is all about. He's all about incorporating the image into us and into our lives. Because that's what stays with us. The image is what stays with us. The image is, listen, the image is what we use every single day all around you. There's images. We're always bombarded with images and being flashed with things because they somebody understood it was relinquished, information was relinquished, that this is how human beings work. Well, God know that better than all of us. The Holy Spirit knows it better than all of us because he was there at creation. So he hears, he speaks, and then he gives us the image. He shows it to us. He shows us our life. Oh, come on. You know what I'm talking about. Remember, you when you got said, you see images of yourself in various stages. That's because that's the Holy Spirit revealing it to you. What has he shown you? And where are you at in that process? Where are you at in that destination of your life? Have you gotten there? Have you made any type of significant uh, strides towards getting towards that destination? If you haven't, it's because you're not letting him guide you. Because you and I think that we know and we don't know. He said, ask me. 
Then once you ask me and once you understand how to ask me and faith, how you need how you understand how to ask in according to my word, then he says, command me. <laughs> then he says, command me, tell me, remind me of my word, remind me of my promises, remind me of what I prophesied to you, remind me of the promises that I gave you of how I would get you there. Holy Spirit, to empower us to be powerful witnesses, to be powerful ambassadors, to be powerful and empowered truth representatives. He says that you have the same rubbed in smear. You and I smell like him. You and I act like him. You and I operate just like Jesus does here in the earth by the power of the Holy Spirit because he will tell you everything that concerns your life. He will reveal it to you if you ask him. If you ask him and if you talk to him about it, he will show you and I all of the things that concern our lives. So if you're wondering today, why is it that you may not be at where you need to be at? Maybe it's because you haven't asked him. Maybe it's because somewhere along the lines you let somebody turn you religious and become carnal minded and not fruitful in the spirit and in the mind of God. So today, I'm pleading with you, hold on to the hand of the Holy Spirit and let him guide you. Let him do what he has been sent and commissioned into the earth to do to help us to help us earnestly contend for the faith Ugh. God we need you today touch your people today I'm getting ready to pray Father today in the name of Jesus Holy Spirit forgive us forgive me for every place that I've turned in my life and where I thought I could do things without you, where I thought I knew and understood the way of my own life and where I should go and how I should do things. Forgive me, forgive us for not realizing your ministry, not realizing and having a proper perspective of the value of who you are, Holy Spirit. Now I'm asking you today, empower us inform us show us as we submit and surrender our lives to you today show us and make manifest to us the plan and the purpose that the father has for us and lord we know that when you do you will show forth yourself strong in us today and Father, I bless you and I thank you today for your people. And Father, I pray for all of those who are searching and looking. I'm praying, God, that you send laborers across their path. Father, you said that some uh, plant others water, but it is all you who bring the increase. Bring the increase, Father, I pray in their lives today. In Jesus' name. And Father, I'm also praying, this is the promise you have given us. You said that because you go back to the Father, you would send the Holy Spirit. If someone listening today is not filled, I pray today that you fill them in the name of Jesus. It's not even hard. Just all you got to do is ask for them. Just ask. Just say, Lord, you promised. You said that when I got saved and when I would become born again, that you would send the Holy Spirit. I want to receive him. Let him come. Let him come in all the measure that he is. He'll bubble up in you to the point of, of giving you a new tongue to speak in, building you up in the most holy faith. He promised that he would and he would do it. So I'm praying today, let the Holy Spirit lead you so you can lead a supernatural life. One of abundance and above of in quality and in measure, just as Jesus said that he would. Well, look, I'm getting ready to go. And I want to just, you know, remind you of a couple of things. We're out there on Twitter. Follow us. On Twitter, uh, sought out underscore Inc. Uh, we're out there on Facebook, sought out Ministries Tulsa. Find us, uh, like us, let us know how this has been impacting you, how it's been touching your life. 
Uh, we've been out here for a couple of months now. When, of course, like I said, we're not old to uh, young to what we're doing here. We're uh, by no means um, novices. Uh, but we, we want to know that, you know, that you're being blessed. We want to know that your life is being empowered and that most of all, that you're being strengthened by the word of God, because when you're strengthened, you can do more. You can last longer. You can outlast the devil. You can outlast when the enemy is trying to do things to you. So we want you to just uh, be encouraged on this week as you get ready to enter into Friday and into the end of the week or wherever and whatever day that you may be entering this into know you don't have to wait to Sunday to praise him amen to worship him you can do that every single day the Holy Spirit will help you and he will show you that is why he's here so look I want to remind you just always whatever it is that you do do all that you do and do it unto the glory of God I'm Stephen and we will talk with you again. God bless you. Thank you for listening to Sought Out Ministries Reimaged Podcast. This podcast discusses new creation reality teachings based off of the Word of God. New episodes are uploaded every Thursday on every major podcast platform Apple, iTunes, Google Podcasts, and Spotify. If you are listening via PC only, you can find us on Anchor FM. We also do a live recording on our Facebook page, Sought Out Ministries, every third Saturday. If you are looking for additional content, please find us on YouTube under Sought Out Ministries for your viewing pleasure. Share us, like us, follow us. Leave us feedback. Let us know how this podcast is blessing and impacting your life. It is our sincere desire that you are blessed by the word.